Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Today is Tuesday, April 20th, and I have a big announcement. I have an options course coming soon. A few of you who stayed until the end of the episode on one of the previous episodes messaged me the code I mentioned in the outro, and that course will be coming to you for free soon. Super excited to get this all out to all of you because I know how much uh, options are popular right now. I know a lot of people want to get into options, and I just want to make sure we get into options in the right way because they can be fun and profitable. Now, the course will be here in a few days, so I will let you know here in the show, and also I'll be tweeting it out and putting it out on other social media platforms. Anyway, I've got a stock that I'm super bullish on that I'd like to share with you, so stay tuned. If you haven't yet signed up for it, click the first link and get free access to the monthly stock market newsletter. And there's a reason I'm saying this up front in the episode, right? I put it out and uh, you can also get it on beginnersedge.co. And I'm going to pause here so you can do that because, again, there's a really good reason I mentioned the newsletter right now. So go right now, click the first link in the description and uh, sign up or go to beginnersedge.co and sign up. Okay, so now that that's done, uh, at the beginning of April, I put Peloton on my watch list for an upside price target of about 5%. It hit beautifully at around 119, and anyone who took profits around there would have been very happy. Now, the secondary target was 123, and it got there. It actually got to 124 before turning around. Now, in the midst of this short-term change in direction, right, because as the stock was moving up and hit that first target, hit that second target that I put out, it's going to turn back a little bit just to slow down, right? When when a sprinter is running really fast, he or she has to slow down before resuming running. So in the midst of this change in direction, Peloton got clobbered yesterday on news about its treadmills. Now, mind you, this is old news. This happened back in March. Now, I don't say this to be insensitive because what happened was a really sad thing, right? A baby actually got pulled underneath one of their treadmills. Now, again, this is a tragedy. So, um, but no one, right? Uh, This is not exclusive to Peloton, right? This is not exclusive to Peloton treadmills. Treadmills have always been dangerous for children and pets due to their design. Actually, when I was personal training at a gym, uh, before COVID hit, I actually didn't allow kids on treadmills, right? There was actually an age uh, limit of, I believe, 12 years old to even use a machine. So this has always been a thing with treadmills, not just Peloton. So, I mean, I'll tell you what happened. As I mentioned before, right, in early episodes, news is always hidden behind technical triggers. Peloton had hit its 50-day moving average, right, which was at the upside, right? So it hit resistance at a 50-day moving average on the daily chart. Now, go back and listen to episode 113 about moving averages. 
Anyways, this old news just happened to come up after Peloton hit that 50-day moving average and started moving downwards. That's not a surprise. I don't think this old news was a reason for the recent sell-off, right? It does have the appearance of that, though. I think it has more to do with broader market weakness combined with profit-taking and some technical triggers that hit, and the stock obviously took a downside gap because of that, right? All those things culminating in one really hit the stock, and that's just my opinion. However, the company is in amazing shape, right? It's in amazing shape. Now, they have a lot of backed-up orders because there's a lot of demand for the products, and their supply chain is still a little jacked up because they are shipping from overseas. But, right, they recently acquired a company that's going to allow them to manufacture from here in the U.S., right? They actually acquired a company that is the number one um, in commercial, I think, fitness equipment, something like that, right? Manufacturing and shipping of fitness equipment. So they acquired that company for like 400 something million dollars, um, which is not a great deal. I mean, it's a lot of money for me and you, but it's not a great deal of money for these companies who are constantly raising money in the markets. Now, they that gives them the ability to not have to ship products from overseas anymore, right? They can now ship and produce here in the U.S. That's a big deal. In addition to that, the company that they acquired had already done business in the commercial space. Peloton right now does a majority of their business in the residential space, right, retail space. If they can now break into commercial, that adds another way for them to be profitable. So put it all together, right, this uh, new move reduces cost of production and increases their ability to bring down the price of their products to make it more affordable or even design a cheaper version or a more affordable product for the mainstream, right? Not $2,000 for a bike, right? Bring it down so that more regular people can buy the stuff as well. Now, that'll increase their audience base to make it even wider. I think right now it's like $4.4 million or something like that, right? This will increase their base, which also increases their profit channels, Right? Not only are they bringing down costs by being able to ship here, manufacture, and ship here in the U.S. through a company that they now own, right? so they, again, builds on the bills of going through somebody else, but also increasing their base because now they bring down production costs, they can also bring down costs of their equipment and increase their base. Now, that's, again, dope news for revenues in the future. If I was a buyer at 112, which is when I put out the newsletter, Right, my uh, Peloton was at 112, and I put it out, and I was bullish on them. If that happened at 112, I'm definitely bullish at 107, because this sell-off was not fundamental, right? Someone like Intel, and I'm and I'm still bullish on it. I'm still not bullish on Intel, but I'm still I still think Intel's a very strong company, because they're no, they're a giant, but something like Intel, where they sold off because of competition from AMD. And then again, they sold off recently because uh, NVIDIA is entering into the CPU space now, right? So that's more competition from a big rival. So when Intel sells off for those reasons, that's a fundamental reason, right? Decrease in market share is fundamental. Unfortunately, this happened with the Peloton treadmill, but this is not a fundamental reason. Someone dying in a Tesla car crash and someone dying in a uh, treadmill incident, 
Neither of these things are fundamental, which is why often these stocks bounce right back because people still die in car accidents. So a car, someone dying in a Tesla car accident is not a big deal. It's, it's happened before, right? Someone dying on a treadmill is not something new because people are always getting into incidents that involve treadmills. So this is not a fundamental hit to their company and their you know and to anything to do with their their uh, wider metrics that analysis use to determine the value of a company, right? Peloton right now is sitting really, really good. So um, that doesn't mean I'm going to go in blindly, right? Because again, I'm a buyer at 112. I'm still a buyer at 107. Doesn't mean I'm a, I'm a crazy buyer. I'm not throwing my money at the wall and hoping it sticks. Decisions have to be made. Uh, and led by a broader market first, right? What's the S&P doing? What's the general sector that Peloton is in doing, right? So uh, the market showed some weakness yesterday, and there are a few bearish indicators going off, including the RSI, which is the Relative Strength Index. Now, this means that Peloton is at the top of my list for accumulation, right? That's uh, between Peloton and DraftKings, those two stocks I want to pile into um, right now for an upside move. But Peloton even more so now because of that um, big reduction in price, right? That's a that's a sale. That's a Macy's Bogle sale, right? Now, if the market continues to go higher, I want Peloton. Or I'll wait and see if the market continues to be weak and it comes down and pulls Peloton's price down with it. I'm waiting to see when Peloton bottoms out so I can be a buyer again, right? All in all, Peloton has a cult-like following, right? And we love cult-like followings. Um, Apple, uh, Disney, I would say Uber, more so Lyft, but Uber has a good following too, right? And there's the companies that the, the people who use them swear by them. Again, Apple being the number one. Right, Apple being the number one of all cult-like um, companies out there. Right, we love companies that work like that. And on top of it, Peloton has a subscriber model business. Right, not just product sales, but they have uh, their cult with a subscriber model in addition to also selling them products and upselling. Right, that's a big revenue uh, revenue generator. Right? They sell high-end products in a profitable niche, which is fitness, a very profitable niche, and it's in crazy demand. And they made a very smart acquisition to increase their uh, production, lower their costs of supplying the products, and allow greater profitability and expansion of their consumer base. Right. In addition to that, their leadership, Right. if we take away all the fundamentals, we take away all the numbers, the people leading the company are doing a lot of the right things at a, at the right time, right? And even more important than the leader of the company, more important than the CEO, more important than their sales, more important than their supply chain, even I want a damn Peloton now. They've got me sold. I right now would buy a Peloton treadmill and a Peloton bike and put them in my living room, right? They have a lot of things lining up for them. Now it's just a matter of timing. So be patient for this one. Thoughts, feedback, what do you guys think? What do you 
think of Peloton? Do you like Peloton? Do you not like Peloton? Uh, let me know on Twitter and Instagram at Market Adventures Podcast or email me at alex at tlbc.co. That's alex at tlbc.co. If you're interested in getting the uh, more stock picks, grab the newsletter using the link in the bio or visit beginnersedge.co. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.